The mental health of an entrepreneur is closely linked to 1. Our ability to handle stress, 2. Our ability to handle failure, and 3. Our ability to handle rejection. As we approach 10-10-2020 World Mental Health Day, let's make sure that we're making our mental health a priority. Welcome to Reinventing Perspectives, the show that's all about wealth creation through a what would Jesus do lens. If you're an entrepreneur and you love Jesus, then this is the place for you. We are going to be looking at eternal principles to inspire us to the next level where we create wealth and make an impact. Are you ready for the power of a kingdom perspective? Without wasting any more time, let's get to it. Thank you again for listening in. I'm your host, Priscilla Shumba, and today's episode is about entrepreneurship and mental health. I will share 14 ways that you can use to prevent founder burnout. As we approach World Mental Health Day, it's important that we make our mental health a priority. Studies have found that entrepreneurs suffer from mental health illnesses at a higher rate than the general public. Why is this? Well, it turns out that the same characteristics that drive an entrepreneur and help to make them successful also make them vulnerable to mental illnesses such as depression, anxiety, addiction, personality disorders, that obsession to succeed and the ability to drive through and to push through insurmountable obstacles to be a success can also lead to being unbalanced and to mental health illnesses. Tim Grover, trainer of champions, he trains people like Michael Jordan and the late Kobe Bryant and other athletes like Dwayne Wade. And he says that a competitive individual when left idle is a recipe for a big problem. University of California, Berkeley and University of California, San Francisco has a study that is titled, Are Entrepreneurs Touched with Fire? In this study, they found that 49% of the entrepreneurs that they surveyed dealt with at least one mental illness. The World Economic Forum says that there is a mental health crisis in entrepreneurship. The first way to prevent founder burnout is making sure that as soon as you're able to, you hire someone else or you hire some people. Ron Cardone says the number one mistake in hiring is not hiring soon enough. As you're building your company, you start out by yourself and you're doing everything and you must do everything. That's the stage that we often call the chief everything officer. But as soon as you're able to, for your well-being and for your own mental health, because it's not easy to build a company, hire someone to help you with the tasks that don't need your touch. If someone else can do it just as well or even better in most cases, hire someone else. Hire someone to help you with the administrative duties. Hire someone to help you with your social media. Hire someone to help you with certain technical aspects of the business. Don't prolong the chief everything officer period. It's not good for your well-being. Number two is find balance. Don't just be all about the business all the time and about nothing else. Too much of even a good thing because a bad thing. 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. This is a 360 degree, a holistic prosperity. When you find someone to emulate, make sure that you find someone who's winning at life. Not just winning in business, but a person who shows balance and is winning in the different aspects of their life. And then emulate that person. Because if you do what they've done, you'll get what they got. Tip number three for preventing fun 
founder burnout is don't make money your only pursuit. Define success for yourself. Write it down. Vusi Timbukwayo says, success is personal. Write down what success would look like for you. That way, as your business gains momentum and you begin to make more money, you don't get swept away with the pursuit of money, but you remember what it is success would look like for yourself. Matthew 6, 24 says, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Money is merely a means to an end. We all need money for our missions, as long as we don't make money the mission. The problem with money is that it's never enough. If you make money your pursuit, the moment you make the amount that you thought you would never make, you begin to want to go to the next level and to the next level. And that drive for more and more and more money, it breeds greed. And it prevents a person from finding peace and rest because greed is contrary to all that is good. Tip number four to prevent founders burnout is to remember that health is wealth. You cannot buy health. So prevention is better than cure. Maintaining our health should always be a priority. Invest in your health. Invest in your mental health because that's your life's vehicle. I remember watching a show about LeBron James and it said that he spends $1 million on maintaining his physical body. And at first I thought $1 million, that's pretty ridiculous. But then he went on to explain that his body is what allows him to make money. Therefore, it only makes sense that taking care of his body will allow him to earn more. And it's the same way with us. Even though we're not athletes, our mind, sanity, and mental well-being are what allow us to take on entrepreneurial ventures. If we lose that, we won't be able to carry out anything. So that's just how important taking care of our mental well-being and taking care of our bodies is. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19 to 20 says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. It doesn't matter how much money you make if you're too sick to enjoy it. It doesn't matter how much success you get if you're not well enough in your mind to enjoy and to have peace and to really thrive. I know as entrepreneurs, we often stretch ourselves and a lot of times we take pride in stretching ourselves, but we have to remember to make sleep a priority, to make exercise a priority and to make having fun a priority. Part of the joy of being an entrepreneur is doing something that you love because it reduces the stress when you're doing something that you love. And remember, it's hard to be creative when you're stressed. Managing our stress is directly related to our ability to be a success because you can be creative when you're stressed. Tip number five is unplug. Unplug from your social media, from checking the business metrics. Unplug from the hustle for a certain time a week. I personally, on a Sunday, don't think about the business at all. I don't think about anything to do with business. I don't tweet. I don't check analytics. I don't look at numbers. I simply enjoy just being me. And I love what I do, but I also really really look forward to my Sundays. I look forward to just being at rest. The truth is the world isn't going to fall apart if you take time to refresh and to have some restoration and to relax. In fact, after some refreshment and relaxing, you'll probably come back to your business more energized and more ready to take on new challenges and the challenges that exist already in your business. But you need to take a break. Block out some time every week where you are just doing 
nothing that has to do with work and just being yourself. Tip number six, shoulder the responsibilities that you have with a great partner and a team. When you're looking for a partner, I can't quite remember which entrepreneur said this, but they said when you're looking for a partner, you want a partner who is high energy, high intelligence, and high integrity. You also want a partner that's connected. Someone who is great where you are weak so that you can focus your mental energy where it is most productive. And when you focus your mental energy in what you do best and get better at doing what you do best, it gives you energy and it also fuels your passion, which helps to relieve stress and it helps to make the journey enjoyable. Even if you're a solopreneur and you're not ready for a partner, make sure that you have a team. Everybody needs a team. Whether it's a mentor, a coach, an advisor, you never ever want to isolate. You always want to have some kind of a support system. Tip number seven is learn to manage risk. Take calculated risk, but don't fake it till you make it. Keeping up appearances on social media and hashtag entrepreneurial life can take a toll. Make sure that you're taking risks that are calculated and you're taking one solid step at a time. It doesn't matter how long the journey. Look, entrepreneurship is a journey. Nothing is going to happen overnight. And despite all the images of instant success and instant wealth, none of that is true. So humble yourself and take one solid step at a time. There's a debate about debt, whether there's good debt and there's bad debt. That's up to you to decide. But they say that bad debt is when you take up debt for consumption and good debt is when you take up debt for expansion. Ask yourself, does this debt pay for itself? Because being overloaded in debt is one of the reasons why founders burn out and experience a lot of anxiety. Personally, some people say put all your money in the business and don't put any money into a home and don't put any money in anything else until the business has grown. But you have to look at yourself and how you respond to risk, how much risk it is that you're willing to take on. So maybe if you have a family and you're a family person, maybe you want to take risks that don't put your family in jeopardy for the sake of the well-being of your mental health and the well-being of your family if something goes wrong. Either way, it's something that you decide personally because the less the risk, the less the reward. But you have to set the boundaries of how much risk is enough risk for you and for your personality and for your family setup. Tip number eight to preventing founders burnout is know yourself. Really, really know yourself. How do you deal with anxiety? Is it better for you to be conservative in your approach to investment and money because you don't deal with anxiety very well? Trust your own instincts and be comfortable saying no. Philippians 4 verse 6 to 7 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. My personal spiritual practice is, the more anxious I am, the more I pray, because I really need that peace to be able to Operate. When I'm too anxious, I can't get anything done. So as believers, these tools are available to us for us to access peace because God desires for us to prosper. And Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. So if you're lacking peace, go deeper in prayer. Pray and fast. Use all the tools that are there for the believer to get through this life and to get through it well. Mind you, the origin of the word wealthy is well. We all need to be well. Tip number nine 
mind is play the game without becoming a piece in the game. This is really, really important. Prioritize relationships over money. Undercover billionaire star and founder Glenn Stern says, approach business as a game and the most successful people are gamers. What does he mean by this? Well, he said, when you approach business like a game, when people say no, you face rejection, you face failure, you should ask yourself, how many more no's to get to my yes? That's the attitude of a gamer. How many more no's? If I get a no today, okay, how many more no's until I get to a yes? You are not the Monopoly pieces. You are the person playing Monopoly. That's the perspective that Glenn Stern says we should always keep. Tip number 10, keep your feet on the ground. Always stay humble and be careful of chasing fantasies. The Bible says, be sober, work the land that is before you. Proverbs 28 verse 19 says, those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies will have their fill of poverty. As entrepreneurs, there are so many people offering us this and offering us that and telling us that if we put money into this, they'll show us how to do this, but we have to be careful and guard ourselves and guard our minds from chasing fantasies. A lot of times, the best thing that you can do to move the needle in your business is to work what you're doing already and work it to the maximum. And when you've reached your end, seek the next level, but seek it from someone that you can see is at the next level that you're trying to get to. Tip number 11, be in today, be in the moment. Tomorrow has enough problems of its own. And that doesn't mean that we don't plan. Uh, it doesn't mean that we don't have you know, a plan for tomorrow. What it does mean is that we're more invested in today, today. We're not in today, but our mind being in tomorrow. When we're in the moment, we're able to enjoy the fullness of today. And that helps because it prevents us from worrying about tomorrow. There are so many things that could go wrong tomorrow, but for today, let's do what we can do today and max out today. James 4 verse 13 to 15 says, now listen, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. This scripture is basically telling us that we don't know how long it is that we have. So being consumed in tomorrow is really a waste of time because we don't even know if we have tomorrow. We plan but we're present in today and we're fully invested in making the best use and the most use of our today. And that's how we win. Tip number 12, avoid all negative thinking. Avoid even your own negative thinking. Avoid worrying and avoid complaining and avoid grumbling. Luke 12 verse 25 to 26 says, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? And since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Worrying breeds anxiety, breeds a mental breakdown. If we allow our worrying to have a life of its own, it will be our downfall. Tip number 13, separate yourself from the business. Separate your identity from the business. We all wear many hats in life. So the business is not you and you are not the business. The business is a separate entity. We are parents, siblings, spouses, friends, children, grandchildren. We wear so many hats in our lives, so we have to remember that we are 
are not just the business. The business is a part of what we do and we are being used as vessels to make an impact through the business. Have a mental getaway. Enjoy something that has nothing to do with business as one of your hats. Enjoy hiking. Enjoy cooking. Do something else that gives you many other hats besides being a business owner. Tip number 14, have faith. Enjoy the process. Embrace the process. Deal with all the uncertainty and all the difficulties by holding on to your faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That's Hebrews 11.1. God has given us these visions, these dreams that we're creating into becoming something. So all the hiccups and all the difficulties that we face, let's always remember to go back to the one who gave us the dream, to the one who gave us the vision, because only he can have all the answers that we need. In commemoration of World Mental Health Day, if you're struggling, please, please find someone to talk to. If you got some nuggets out of today's episode, please do let us know. Help us to serve you better by joining the discussion on YouTube at Reinventing Perspectives or drop a comment on our website, reinventingperspectives.com. Until then, see you next episode. Stay well.